evil would be like Red Solo Cup. Welcome to the Beer Feelings Podcast, where together we are indulging in life and craft beer. This show is all about demystifying the craft beer space in a fun and flirty way for those who are just beginning their beer journey or for people who already love their brews and are hungry to learn more. My name is Natalie Jones. I'm the beer drinking gal pal you never knew you had. And today I'm answering all of your dumb beer questions. Now, if you guys have never listened to a dumb beer questions episode before, basically what I do is a couple weeks ago on Instagram and Facebook and all the places that we're on social, um, I did a little post asking everybody listening to submit their dumb beer questions to me. And then we have a whole episode just dedicated to answering your dumb beer questions. The thought being, there's really no such thing as a dumb question. And you guys really showed up this time. I'm not going to lie. The questions, I had to do a little bit of research to make sure, like I was pretty sure what the answers were, but I had to double check. So I'm really excited to answer all your questions. Pretty straightforward episode. So let's go ahead and hop in and get started. Before I totally launch into your questions today, and like I said, I'm really, really excited about them, I want to check in with you guys and see how you're doing with breaking up with last year. Now, for me, I'm doing my very best to start off the year on a good foot, being a more effective business owner, keeping my house a little bit cleaner, paying a little more attention to my dog. And I think something that really helped me, and maybe it's going to help you too, which is why I want to bring it up, is having a little reset day. Now, mine was more of a weekend, but if you only have time for a day or a couple of hours, I'd encourage you and invite you to do it if you have not done so already. So take some time, put your phone away, get a sitter for the kids, have your significant other watch the dog, but just Take some time and set some intentions or goals or resolutions or really whatever you want to call them for the new year. But just take a little time. You can do it in a journal. You can make a vision board. That's how I did mine. But if you need some ideas on how to get started or if this is feeling really like tough to unplug, I'd invite you to hop onto beerfeelings.com and check out the breakup box. My team designed this box in particular for moments like these when you just need to pause and make some space and move forward just a little bit more intentionally. Now, inside the box, what you're going to find is a tiku glass, which is my personal favorite shape of beer glass, our boozy facial, which includes a hops-infused clay mask, and then you mix it together with a honey beer serum. You're going to love it. It also has a hops-infused bath bomb and our chai cream beer sugar, which helps you level up your craft beer of choice. Once you unlock this, unlock, you're not going to unlock anything. It's just taped together. (laughs) Once you receive this, it helps you really create this ultimate boozy and bougie oasis to figure out what you want to do for the next 12 months. So if the box is going to help you get there, go buy a box. If you just need to journal or take a nap or do something, just um, do that because it it feels really good to set some goals. So that's it. Just wanted to check on all my beer friends out there. All right. Let's hop in to your question. So the first one that I received, which I did have to do a little bit of research on this, um, says, I keep seeing fooder beers, lagers, I think, in Summit County breweries. What are there? 
So a fooder, which is spelled F-O-E-D-E-R, but pronounced fooder, basically is just like an oak barrel, like a wood barrel used to age a beer in, but it's a lot bigger. It is so big that you can walk in it, which makes cleaning a little bit easier. But it's basically like if you think of those big metal fermenters um, that you see at most breweries, a fooder is just that, but wood barrel love child basically is what it is. Now, what is a hole is used in beer either to one kind of add that woodsy oaky flavor or two to help with souring the beer because good yeast and happy bacteria can live in the little openings of the wood and can contribute to that souring process. What's cool about wood, and we really haven't talked a ton about this on the show, is it's kind of like a sourdough starter where like some of the good good from one beer can carry on to the next batch and the next batch because some of it sticks around in the barrel. So that's a little bit about just barrels in general, but fooder is just a big one. Now, if somebody has a fooder, like if a brewery has one, they're probably really proud of it. And they're going to talk about it a lot because they're really expensive. They are really, I looked up some of the prices and a lot of them are imported from Europe because I guess they, they build them better over there, but they're expensive things. So if you spent all this money you want to talk about it. And then also they're just, they're a little trickier to maintain than a metal tank because they do have some flavor carryover. So they're a little riskier, right? Because if you got some like funk in there that we don't like, it's just, it's going to be a disaster. So, um, so that's what a fooder is. That was a really good question. I'm excited that that's where we're starting. So question number two, what's the best technique to get the perfect pour of beer? This question was submitted before last week's episode, so I'm not accusing you of not listening, but Joanne from Love Beer Learning gave a much more technical description of the proper way to pour, to taste, to smell. So I'd encourage you, if this was your question, if you want the technical description, Joanne is going to do a better job than I will right now. But here's your abridged version. Number one, never freeze your glass. Ever, 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 ever. If you're somebody that I know and I see you freezing glass, I'm going to slap it out of your hand and the glass is going to break on the floor and it's just going to be a really big bummer for everyone. So step one to the perfect pour, don't freeze your shit. Second step, rinse out your glass, just a quick swish, swish of water, dump it out. That's going to help it get out like any dust in there or sometimes like dishwashing detergent gets kind of stuck to the edge. So just start with a super clean glass. Then what you're going to do is you're going to tip your glass like halfway over. So at a 45 degree angle, and you're going to pour your beer. I'm using my hands, but you guys can't see me. You're going to pour your beer about halfway down the side of the glass. That's where you're aiming. And then as the beer fills up, once the kind of fill level starts to match where you're pouring to, like kind of that halfway spot, that's when you're slowly but surely going to tip the glass up and let it fill the rest of the way. In general, as far as foam levels, we've talked about this a whole bunch. Little foam is happy foam. Um, We're looking for one to three finger widths at the top of your glass. Now, if you had to make a choice, more foam or less foam, I'm always going to choose more because like number one, it's going to go down. It's easier to over foam your beer and recover than under foam. And that foam's just going to help you smell it a little bit more. So like I said, for more technical details, check out episode 29, listen to Joanne. She's going to give you like everything soup to nuts 
Also, have you guys heard that phrase, soup to nuts? I've said it to a couple of people and they're like, what does that mean? And honestly, I didn't know. So I, it was in my, um, man, I'm getting sidetracked, but this is worth it. Well, I think it's worth it. In my elementary school library, there was a bunch of like dangling signs that would say like from A to Z and from sunrise to sunset. And then there was another one that said from soup to nuts. And so I've I've used that phrase from soup to nuts, but I finally looked it up and learned <laughs> what it meant. And it's about it's about a meal. So like a soup is the first course of a meal and the nuts are going to be the last thing you eat at a meal. So um but yeah, let me know if I'm the only one in the world that uses that, that phrase. Um, okay, what is the next question? When I pour a beer out of a can sometimes, it gets a little thick at the bottom. What is that? I get this. I feel, I really feel this question because I hate, well, it hates a little strong term. I personally really don't like when beers do this. Like that's just... It feels, even though it's not gross, like it's just a part of the beer, um, where you're going to notice it the most is if you're pouring a beer and it's like super clear, 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 and then it just gets some more like, they're not solid pieces. Like you're not seeing chunks fall in your beer. Man, I'm making this sound really good, but it's just more, it's less like see-through that goes in. And especially like if you encounter one of these beers, you'll see like the non-see-through pieces swirl through the clear. So So I personally don't like this, but the good news is this is just yeast or potentially if they used a grain um, that was either like ground a little finer or just like has a higher protein content, it can be a little bit of sediment in there. It's totally okay to drink this. It's not going to hurt you. It's not poison. It's not bad. It's not a bad beer. It's just, um, it's just kind of settled at the bottom. So what you can do If you are like me and you do not like this, or if it bothers you, um, before you pour your beer, again, I'm using my hands and you guys can't see me, but um, just tip your, your can like on its side and just gently roll it either on the counter or like on your leg about the speed that like, if you're into foam rolling about that speed, we're not looking to shake it up. We're just looking to like gently mix it. So that that's something that you can do. The other thing you can do, like, this means you're going to be a little wasteful, but just don't pour like that last half ounce. Like once it starts getting kind of cloudy, just like call it a loss and, and move on. Yeah. Whoever submitted this question, I, I feel you. I get it. So good question there. Um, all right. The next one, what does session mean? Um, so like session IPA or session is something that's probably thrown on like before the style of beer. So like a session sour, a session stout, a session, it can be a session, whatever, but basically what session means is it has a lower ABV. So lower alcohol content. And you can kind of think about this. Like if you wanted to have a long drinking session, you want a session beer, um, because you don't want to get knocked on your butt. So that was a that was an easier one. So thank you. <laughs> thank you for that one. And let's see, is this our final question? Okay, our final question today is I know you did a beer glass episode, but what if we don't have beer glasses? Are there glasses we can adapt to use for beer? For example, is a tumbler better than a wine glass? Should we use a glass glass or is plastic okay? I love this question. I love this question because. I really built all of beer feelings to talk to people who are new to the beer space, which probably means you don't have a cabinet full of glassware like I do. 
So let's talk about it. Me personally, these are all going to be Natalie opinions. I did not research this one because I think I just have some things to say, some things to share. So so these are Natalie opinions. If they are wrong, I will correct myself on a later episode, but I actually, I have a lot of glasses. I feel strongly about glassware. So personally, like first question, plastic or glass? I will always use glass itself. And I'm telling myself that it's because of friction. Like in my brain, a glass has a smoother side than than a piece of plastic. And we want it to be slippery. This is also another reason that you should... um, rinse your glass out with water first, helps reduce friction. That puts you in control of your foam. So if you have a lot of friction going on, you're not in control anymore. So that, so that's why I would go with glass glass. Um, in my opinion, any glass glass is better than just drinking it out of the can of the, or the bottle um, is also better than drinking out of plastic. So just like open your cabinet, choose something glass it's going to be right. This question kind of talks about shape too, right? Like, can, should we use a tumbler or a wine glass? To which I'm going to give a vague answer. Like, it depends on the beer that you're drinking. And really, that's the whole point of beer glassware and proper glassware is finding a shape that brings out the best parts of the beer. So let me give you an example. This might make a little more sense. So today I was drinking a Kolsch and in a Kolsch glass, what you're looking for is something a little more tall and slender because you want to appreciate that beautiful color and you want to look at the bubbles. That's what we're looking for in a Kolsch glass. It's called a stange. Stange? I think it's a stange. Um, I'm going to get into trouble if there's any beer snobs (laughs) listening to this episode, but Kolsch glass, looking for something tall and skinny. Um, The official beer glass that I have has like a little bit of a curve to it. But you know what? If you just had a tall, skinny juice glass, it would probably work. It would probably do something similar. You could appreciate the color. You could appreciate the bubbles. Maybe you're looking for a glass to help like develop and unlock some of the flavors a little bit. Then we're going to look for something with a bulb. So either like one of those cool stemless wine glasses, kind of with that bulb shape, or like a red wine glass, something with the shape of like a an apple kind of. That's going to help the beer open up a little bit. And when it tapers in, what that does is it helps all of the flavors concentrate up into your nose. So you have an easier time observing it. But you know what? I'm, oh, I wasn't going to say this, but now I'm going to say this. Like, just go out, just go out and buy one beer glass. Of course, I'm going to recommend that you go to the beer feeling site and you grab a Tiku. Um, The Tiku is my favorite glass. It looks like a wine glass. I think it looks feminine. I feel pretty when I drink it. Like that sounds kind of shallow, but it's true. It's my favorite glass. So, so those are available on the beer feeling site, but also a really easy way that you can support a brewery. You can either do it when you're traveling or maybe your favorite brewery down the street is just go and almost all of them sell glasses in their merch section. So start a conversation with your beer tender, tell them what kind of beer you like to drink and have them recommend a glass. And then you just need one. So like, okay, my level of like from evil to great evil would be like red solo cup. We're not in college anymore, guys. Let's get like real glassware. So I'd put plastic at the bottom, then like leaving it in the glass or the bottle is probably a step up then like random juice glasses or just glasses in random shapes. And then the best choice would be buying something a little more intentional, but lots of options. You know what? If you like how the beer tasting that glass, 
that's what you should use. Okay. That wasn't as vague as I thought it would be. So I'm okay. That's great. That's great. So hopefully that answered your question. Those were all the questions that we got today that weren't covered on previous episodes. So if you listen to this episode and you were like, man, I just thought of 75 questions, write them on a little sticky note. I promise we will do more dumb beer questions episode in the future, mainly because I I like them. They're fun for me to answer. You guys help me research new areas that I didn't even know I wanted to research. So thank you to everybody who submitted questions. Like I said, follow along on social media, um, on Facebook, on Instagram, on TikTok. Yes, I'm a millennial on TikTok and I probably am on there too much, but it's all good. So yeah, follow along on social. That's where I call for these questions. Like I said earlier, if you haven't taken a little break to break up from last year, recharge, reset, check out our online store. I can help you out. But with that, everybody listening, I hope that you have a great rest of the day. And then no matter what you choose to do, that you're choosing to do it with a great beer in hand, preferably in a glass, like please. (laughs) And even better people by your side. Thanks for all your questions. I'll catch you guys next week. Cheers. Cheers.